In this very moment, we are all longing for something. In fact, neuroscience proves our brains are wired to crave what we don't have. Longing can be a comforting distraction and a catalyst for creativity. It can also become a debilitating crutch when it leads to idealizing other times, previous lovers, lost loved ones, and unknown destinations. Welcome to The Longing Lab, the podcast that explores the science of longing, the culture that teaches us to long, and our relationships with longing. I'm your host, Amanda McCracken. I'm an internationally published writer and a recovering longing addict. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to The Longing Lab, the podcast that features personal stories and research on the topic of longing. Do you find yourself spending hours surfing real estate, dating, or travel sites? Many of us do. We long for a place, a person, a past or future time in our lives. But heads up, longing can literally become an addiction. For centuries, literature has warned us of the dangers of longing. Gustave Flaubert's Madame Bovary is a poster child for the tragedy that results when we become addicted to longing. Flaubert writes of his character, Madame Bovary, at the bottom of her heart, she was waiting for something to happen. Like shipwrecked sailors, she turned despairing eyes upon the solitude of her life, seeking afar off some white sail in the mists of the horizon. I know that feeling in Madame Bovary's heart. I am a recovering longing addict. For years, I longed to be in a mutually committed and loving relationship. But after years of chasing physically and emotionally unavailable men, I realized I had a lover. Its name was longing. And when longing becomes a habit like it did for me, it prevents us from being present. Longing puts a Band-Aid on vulnerability. Think about that. It's a soothing distraction from an uncomfortable situation. We'll speak with experts in the field of psychology and neuroscience who can speak on these topics. But this isn't another podcast encouraging you to be present and vulnerable. Longing can also fuel creativity. It can keep our hope afloat. We'll speak to visionaries who can attest to this. I spent over 10 years studying and writing about longing and how it relates to my own personal story. Research led me to speak with a variety of people, including psychologists, clergy, a mob member, a consecrated virgin, neuroscientists, sociologists, romance novelists, an online flight hacker, and a dominatrix porn star. I had many people reach out to me after reading my essays on longing. They said they could relate, but many of them asked for advice too. That's when I decided to start this podcast, to dig deeper into the topic and share with the rest of the world perspectives on longing that might help individuals like yourself make positive changes in their lives. I hope you find nuggets of wisdom in these episodes. Share it with your friends and family and let me know your thoughts. Got a question or a suggestion for a guest? Email me at thelonginglab at gmail.com. So what is it you are longing for right now? Is it inspiring you or distracting you? 
Join me for the first episode when we speak with romance novelist Rachel McMillan. We'll speak about pursuing versus waiting, what makes a marriage real, sex scenes and insta-love, and how Rachel's personal life shapes her characters and vice versa. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to having you again.